Where you lead, I will follow any, anywhere that you tell me to. If you need, you need me to be with you, I will follow. Oh, oh. Hey, friend, welcome back to another episode of the Watchaholic, a podcast all about the movies and TV shows we grew up watching and the ones that we just saw yesterday. I am Melody, and I am your host. Today's episode is going to be a fun one because I'm going to be talking about, I don't know if you guessed it already, but Gilmore Girls. That's right. Raise your hand if you were a fan of Gilmore Girls growing up. If you raise your hand, you were a good teenager because I hate to admit this, but I was very, very late, so late to the Gilmore Girls party. I didn't watch the series until, don't hate me, but until the pandemic. I know, I know that's what it took. It took a whole pandemic for me to get through the whole of Gilmore Girls. And after watching it, I literally couldn't believe that I waited that long to watch it. It was so good, which is why I'm so excited to cover it today with all of you. But first, it's time for Say What? Here is some TV and movie news of the past week. Okay, so I am so excited for this one. I'm, I'm so excited for this one. So Amazon Prime, aka Prime Video, released the title for the new Lord of the Rings series. And it's going to be called The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Now, for those of you who don't know, if you didn't listen to my last episode, but basically Lord of the Rings is my favorite series of fantasy like everywhere and anywhere. And I cannot wait to watch the series. Um, according to the showrunners, uh, relative newcomers, um, what are their names are? I looked this up online. Uh, J.D. Peen and Patrick McKay, The Rings of Power unites all the major stories of Middle-earth's second age, which includes the forging of the rings, the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the epic tale of Numen- Numenor, I don't know, actually don't know who that is, and the last alliance of elves and men. Guys, I am so, so excited for this series. When they first announced that they were going to be doing a Lord of the Rings series, I was like, all right, put it out I'm ready to watch it I'm I am so so hyped for this um I don't believe there is a release date yet I hope it's this year um I'm not sure yet when it is but like I said I will definitely be there and I will most likely be talking about it on this podcast (laughs) uh second thing Mission Impossible 7, if you are a fan of Mission Impossible, uh, just so you know, Mission Impossible 7 and 8 have been delayed another year. Thank you. Thank you, COVID. Thank you. Another another year of delays of movies that were supposed to come out. Basically, Mission Impossible 7 was expected to open this year on September 30th, and next year, Impossible 8 was going to be out on July 7th, 2023. But now, Paramount Pictures has announced that Mission Impossible will be delayed uh to july 14th 2023 and that means mission impossible 8 is now being shifted to june 28th 2024 basically the uh production company said an official statement that it's because of um in response to delays due to the ongoing pandemic you know this has been a really big thread within all movies and tv shows mostly movies and big movies that require a lot of um you know post-production it's just I think taking a toll on a lot of the staff because a lot of people are just getting COVID and there's just delays on getting things and yeah basically COVID is still ripping the entertainment industry apart 
Um, so that's not fun. Not fun. And I think also, aside from that, I think I had also heard that um, Wakanda Forever was also going through another delay because I think Lupita, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think, tested positive for COVID. So, um, yep, another break in filming for that movie. Now, this is a really fun bit of news that um, I'm excited to talk about. And uh, basically, it's The Batman. Now, The Batman's coming out in March. And so weird to say that it's starring Robert, pa- Robert Pattinson as Batman because I still think of him as the guy from Twilight. And nothing nothing against Twilight because I love Twilight. And I loved his – I liked the way he play, played Edward. I don't have an issue with him. I think he's a great actor. But it's just weird to see him now being, you know, Batman. Like, it's – not a role I ever pictured him in, but I'm very excited to see his performance because the trailer itself does look very good. But um, basically, the Batman's going to run for two hours and 55 minutes. That's right, two hours and 55 minutes. Um, that includes eight minutes worth of credits. And this basically makes the longest Batman-led movie yet, surpassing The Dark Knight Rises, which was two hours and 45 minutes. And it's actually, I did not even realize that. You know, for me, I don't know if it do you guys like long movies do you have an issue with those I it personally does not bother me at all I like long movies I like short movies guys I used to watch Lord of the Rings extended versions in the movie theater in high school so like sitting down and watching a movie for two hours and 55 minutes is fine with me and I also did see Endgame in the movie theater which has I think the longest um uh runtime for superhero movies so if you can get through Endgame you'll get through Batman. (laughs) Um, What else? Oh, yeah. And lastly, this is just some fun news to throw around just because I'm a fan. But uh, my favorite Jonas brother, Nick Jonas, and wife Priyanka Chopra had a baby girl via surrogate. They said, surprise! They announced it over Instagram in a brief message, and I just want to say, good for them. You know, they kept it really under wraps. No one knew. Um, So good for them for keeping their privacy and doing their thing the way that they want to i know priyanka chopra is a little bit older um she's 39 and nick is 29 um so i'm glad that they found a way for them to have their their kid and funny to say that they have a baby girl because it's just baby girls in the jonas family um (laughs) kevin's got two girls joe has one little baby and now nick has a baby girl as well so it's all girls for the Jonas boys <laughs> so yeah so yeah guys this is that was the round of news for say what today now of course I think it's time I just want to get into it it is time to talk about Gilmore Girls and I figured the way that I could do this was just to talk about some of my favorite episodes shocking moments and of course of course talk about the whole Dean the whole team Dean team Jess or team Logan because I have got some things to say about that I also want to talk about the that damn revival because what in the actual hell? Some great takeaways, but also some very interesting and just bad decisions that I just do not understand. But uh, let's get into it. So first things I want to talk about are my favorite episodes because there are a couple of episodes that really shocked me and that I loved and that broke me all of them all every single thing but what doesn't make a good tv show if you're not feeling all of these things so first episode I want to talk about is they shoot Gilmore Girls don't they it's season three episode seven and this is the famous um episode where they have the big dance where Lorelai and Rory have to stay awake to like win this competition because Lorelai wants to be um what's his name the the 
the guy what's his name oh my god i'm blanking on his name but you guys know what i'm talking about the the weird guy from stars hollow um but basically at this dance so much shit happens but the main takeaways is that this is the dance where dean finally breaks up with rory because he realizes that she is like clearly in love or really really likes jess because he's just in there the whole time and she's just looking at him and i think it's an amazing episode and one of my favorite quotes which i will say is um by dean himself when he breaks up because he says so go ahead be together there's nothing standing in your way anymore because i'm out (laughs) it literally is so like the writing is a little bit funny especially when he delivers it but god it's gold it is gold and honestly it was time if he didn't break up with her at the end of that episode i was gonna be like all right dude you are just you are really really hoping for for something to happen because she's clearly into another guy and of course is it was into jess who I didn't mind at the time. Um, oh, also, by the way, when I'm talking about these episodes, they're not all in order. I kind of just found the episodes and I'm like, I'm just going to talk about them. Uh, but the second episode I want to talk about is um, I Can't Get Started. And it's season two, episode 22. So obviously it was a season finale. And Gilmore Girls loves a good season finale. Because guys, if you don't remember, this is the episode where Suki gets married at the end. And Rory's dad, Christopher, breaks up with Lorelai at her wedding well at Sookie's wedding um because his girlfriend's pregnant Rory kisses Jess for the first time and then runs away yeah because she realizes that she cheated on Jean I'm not on Jean wow I said Jean (laughs) I meant she cheated on Dean I swear this is when all of the cheating situation begins with Rory I mean the amount of times she cheats on her boyfriend by kissing some other guy she might be interested in I guess it's how it's I, I'm assuming this is just how we're gonna get to the revival this was like like the start of it all because she got we'll talk about the revival but this episode was so good and it was so heartbreaking at the same time because you know Lorelai finally decides she's gonna give Christopher and her a chance and she's so excited and then it's just like the rug is ripped from underneath her and he's just like I can't be with you my girlfriend actually or the girl that I was just with is going to have my baby and I have to go to her now and she's just kind of left blindsided and doesn't know what to do and that really really broke my heart I felt so bad I was I I while watching the episode I remember being like there's no way this is gonna end well there's no way and Christopher and Lorelai are that's a whole other conversation in itself well don't worry we'll talk about more episodes about that going forward here uh, next episode, Those Are Strings, Pinocchio. And it was season three, episode 22. Oh my God, am I talking about another finale? Because I sure am. And in this one, this one was a heart, heartbreaking one. Um, in the finale, Rory breaks up with Jess over the phone. You know, at this point, um, Jess has left Stars Hollow, that horrible episode where he just left and never told her. And she's just left in Stars Hollow, like not realizing, but he keeps calling her and hanging up or not saying anything so Rory realizes that he is the one that is um like calling her and she just picks up the phone right before she's going to give her valedictorian speech and she just says hey are you there and he's just not answering she's like I think it is and she says and this this brooks my heart she says I think I may have loved you but I just need to let it go 
that's it, I guess. And she's just tearing up, hoping that Jess will say something. And of course he doesn't. And when she hangs up, the camera does pan and reveals that Jess was on the other line. And he hangs up the line and he just kind of realizes like, fuck. <laughs> Basically, that's what he says. He's like, well, well, fuck. And he's in Venice and it's he just walks away. And that is the last time we see Jess actually for a very long time. He doesn't come back, I think, until... Does he come back in season four? I forget if it's season four. The one where he, I know he comes back and randomly tells her to like run away with him. And there's that episode where he comes back and tells her that he loves her and then leaves again. And not one of Jess's proudest moments, as we know. As we know, he he had some rough moments in Gilmore Girls. He did. He got there eventually, but it was a bit rough to begin with. Um, next episode, Raincoats and Recipes. Season four, episode 22. That's right another season finale because they were just killing it with the finales my god but this episode was a holy shit type of episode first of all i mean this was a good one but luke and lorelei finally get together after four seasons of just him pawning over her and you just knowing i say pawning i said pawning i meant fawning over her and he finally decides he's gonna make that move and he does and it's he just tells her to hold like can you just stand still and he kisses her and it's a beautiful moment and we've all been waiting for that at that point we were all waiting for it so it was so nice to finally see but as that is happening the complete opposite is happening at Rory's house because she's sleeping with Dean holy shit I mean like one of the worst mistakes ever I mean why why I don't understand why she loses her virginity to Dean and he's married. It's just like at this point, Rory has just like been the other woman, cheated on the guy. She it's just a disaster for, for her. Just a disaster. I, I can't. I can't with that that episode. It was and I'm pretty sure everyone watching. I mean, were you were you shocked by this? Please tell me if you weren't shocked because you know, send me a DM on my Instagram and tell me that you, and, and if you believe you saw this coming, because if you saw this coming, you are a psychic, because I sure as hell did not. Uh, next episode, let me hear your bal- balalikas ringing out. It was season six, episode eight. And all this is a good episode. This was a great episode. And it's why, and why is that? Why is that? because Jess returns back to Stars Hollow. I think it's Stars Hollow. And at this point, Rory is um, has decided she is not going back to Yale. She, dropped, she, she has dropped out of Yale at this point, actually. And she's kind of just in this weird limbo where, where she's not kind of knowing what's going on. And Jess comes back. And this is when you finally see Jess at his best. It's season six, episode eight, where you finally see that he's like maturity tells her he wrote a book and that he couldn't have done it without her. And it is a beautiful moment in their friendship because you realize how important Rory was to him. And um, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I, I always knew he loved her, but uh, you could just tell how much she actually meant to him. And he convinces her to go back to Yale. He's the one. He's the catalyst for her to be like, okay, I guess I should think about this. Um, but he says this quote. He says, I know you. I know you better than anyone. This isn't you. What's going on? Oh, my God. It was. He said, I know you better than anyone. 
this isn't you. Like, oh my God. And I believe that. I truly believe that Jess knew who she was. And um, I liked that he called her out and was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but thank you. Thank you, Jess, for coming back with your words of wisdom and helping Miss Rory go back to Yale. And obviously one of my favorite episodes and also what the fuck moments was the season six finale called partings because Luke and Lorelai heartbreakingly break up um, because basically he didn't want to give uh, Lorelai a wedding date and she gave him an ultimatum and he couldn't answer. And what does Lorelai do? What does Lorelai do? She decides she's going to go and sleep with Christopher. A moment of silence, please. A moment of silence. For how ridiculous that that decision was. Like, what the fuck? Hey, what the hell, man? She came out of left field with that one. With Christopher. I, I swear, Christopher was like that one guy who just like, just was always in the shadows. Just always there, like waiting. Like, she's going to come back to me. And boy, does she she does eventually when she gets married to him. And it's literally a what in the actual fuck moment. Oh my lord. Ugh. But yeah, those are my favorite episodes. Um, now I want to talk about a year in the life. Yes, we will be talking about a year in the life in this episode because I have thoughts and like I said before, what the hell? I I expected so much more. I wanted so much more for it. And when I first saw it, I actually thought it was like a like a ten episode series or something, but it was only like I think like Five episodes I don't remember it was for each season so it just like wasn't as long as I wanted it to be but let's let's just dive into um some good things and some bad things that they did in that uh revival um number one you're telling me that Logan and Rory are both cheating on their respective partners because Logan has a fiance and Rory has a boyfriend again a moment in silence for what the fuck the show doesn't, and the, the crazy thing is, the show doesn't even address how wrong this is. Like, why is Rory doing this? Like, what did she become? It's sinister. It's silly. And and honestly, the worst. Like, I just, like, they're just going through the lies. Like, she has no care in the world that she has a boyfriend and she's literally sleeping with her ex from college. And he's getting married to some other woman and doesn't, like, have any sense of being like, oh, man, I shouldn't be doing this. It's just like, yep, this is what we do. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, no entiendo, horrible. Oh my god, just it's just wrong on all levels, and the fact that the show never really talks about it just pisses me off. Um, Lorelai decides that she wants to go on a trip. Um, I think it's like the West, the Pacific Trail or something, and she goes on, she just go on a hike. Lorelai, hiking, who can't even fathom the idea of camping, she decides she's going to go on a hike, and I, and. I mean, it doesn't really matter because the hike actually never happens. But, you know, at the end, at least she found some sort of peace in the hike, you know, with her family and her dad and realizing that she wants to marry, um, that she should marry Luke. Um, but it was just kind of a little bit out of left field, like, oh, I'm going to go on a hike and see if I can make up some decisions. It, it was, I guess it's, it was her version of going on a eat, pray and love situation, I'm assuming. Uh, I will say though, um, for one of the best parts for me was actually uh, Lorelai's mom. She was the best part for me. Her character really grew into her own after having to live on without her husband, and it literally 
brought me to tears but you know I love that she just sold everything and then she just said you know what fuck it I'm gonna live here by this ocean and then I'm gonna volunteer at a museum and she looked very happy and that that like just gave me like it gave me peace like I felt like she had found her peace and you know she might not have had the best relationship with Lorelai even to the end but they still were able to kind of meet somewhere in the middle oh yeah and then she also said fuck you to all those damn association people though that club she was a part of thank god I hated those people I hated that club thank god she was she called them all out (laughs) it was so fun so funny uh and then obviously Jess oh my beautiful Jess always there to guide Rory when she's lost because of him she went back to Yale because of him she comes up with the idea to write a book about her mom which then leads to Lorelai being pissed about her writing about her in this book which was such a stupid fight in my opinion like just so stupid but oh god I was so I was so happy when I got to see Jess again and just seeing how he clearly is so in love with her like clearly I mean you saw the way he looked at her when (laughs) Luke was like oh so what's going on he's like oh nothing like I'm over it I'm over that I mean I would hope so it's been like at least 10 10 years maybe maybe 10 years I don't remember but um yeah the way he was looking at her in the through the window like my heart just sank and it just made me be like please god please please god let there be a revival where this actually continues um but you know in that moment you could just see that you know Rory to him will always be the girl who got away you know, because he was just immature and like dumb in his teen in his teen years. I mean, he I think he really loved her, and that scared him. I mean, he was like seventeen. Like, which seventeen year old knows how to treat every situation, especially with these family issues he had? You know, um, but in the end, he came he came such a long way from the character that we had met in season two, three. Um, but and everyone said this I know I read the blogs but everyone said like well now Jess is way too good for Rory because Rory was a shit show in this revival so yeah and then of course they decided um to end the series with those three words mom I'm pregnant how dare they do that shit to me to us like how dare they and now it's been like five years since that revival so are you wanting a revival let me know because i've been i've i'd watch it and in my version in this new version of the revival jess is luke rory is lorelei and logan is christopher basically she has logan's child but as they get older it never works out and jess is the one that is always there to help rory and it's literally history repeating itself um now i do want to see this reboot but i only want to see it if the same characters return and the show is better than that crap of a revival now the big moment of truth guys this is the big moment of truth team dean jess or logan now let's break it down now dean was her first boyfriend i consider logan being kind of like the one who really challenged her and i think jess was the one who really understood her and she did risk a lot when a lot of people say that logan was her first like risk or first big risk that she took but i also do feel like jess was as well because he was that bad boy he was the one that she felt like she shouldn't like Like, i shouldn't like this guy but she risked so much you know there's that episode where she risks to go 
to New York and like misses her mom's graduation just to hang out with Jess. You know, she, there was a part of her that I think Jess really brought out that I don't think the other guys did. And then they were both very intelligent together. And um, I don't know. Uh, the question, the big question is that everyone always has is, in the end, who was the best for her? You know, now I will gladly sit here and say that young high school Jess was a horrible boyfriend and he had daddy issues up the wazoo. Um, I know he loved Rory though and like truly loved her underneath all that crap, bright boy stuff. I genuinely believed he loved her. And then you have Logan who did challenge her in the way that she needed to be challenged, but he wasn't the best boyfriend at first. I mean, at the end, he, shit, he even wanted to marry her. Which reminds me, what the hell, man? That last season, like, why not? Like, why was it, like, this whole ordeal she didn't marry him at that end? Like, why? Like, why is that even a situation? I, I could not. I thought it was dumb and silly, and I hated it. I didn't understand. But, um, Dean, you know, now he started off like a cool guy. I really liked him at first. I liked them together. But then, I will say, kind of just faded out, and you could tell and then he just became this like annoying guy who got jealous of everything and and let's not mention that he also had sex with Rory while he was married married to another woman by the way while still being in love with Rory I just goodbye he served his purpose end of that so who am I what would I say I am I am team Jess after he leaves and doesn't come back till like season six and sorted his shit out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I like to say when people are like which team I'm like well, I'm team Jess but team Jess after he leaves and doesn't come back to like season six <laughs> and you know I do think that he deserved a second chance at that point but unfortunately no Rory at, Rory at that time was long gone and in love with Logan at that time now in the future like I said in the new in a continued revival series that might change but yeah all right so i was so late to the gilmore girls party and i am so glad that i saw it and it was introduced to this town of stars hollow and the lives of rory and lorelei this was an awesome show that i totally understand why everyone was in love with so guys i'm thinking after doing this because this was so much fun i'm thinking of doing something similar like this but with another famous show one tree hill now i don't know what do you guys think let me know because that is a show that i actually saw while it was airing and i loved it so much i can re-watch that show like so easily anytime because it is that freaking good uh but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode please don't forget to subscribe and send in your reviews you can also follow me on instagram at the watchaholic podcast and guys don't forget send me your dms with your movies and shows that you like me to check out or just cover on my podcast so i think that's it i'll see you guys next week bye